Last time out, we chatted with Heidi at the Heidi Boutique in Wellingborough. And today on the show, we're not travelling too far for our next interview. Across the courtyard at the Nencourt Development stands Shire Fit. I don't know exactly what purpose the building filled in the past, but today its brick facade has undergone something of a facelift. As you enter the space, there's a coffee shop in the front selling drinks and energy snacks. And beyond it, a huge bright open plan space filled with all manner of exercise equipment where the team run their classes. My name is Jake. I'm head coach at Shirefit Wellingborough. I've personally been with Shirefit for just over two years now. Um, and we've actually been at Nen Court, the uh, Wellingborough location, which is our second location, um, for just over a year now as well. Um, so we moved from Findham Road Industrial Estate. And I was like... October last year, I think it was. So we've really settled into this location now, bigger space, get some more members in, etc. I've heard it said when it comes to the ongoing COVID situation, we might not all be in the same boat, but we're certainly all in the same storm. And what that means is we're all going through the same situation and somehow experiencing it all in slightly different ways. See, for a shop to transfer its focus to online retail is one thing, but when your whole business is built on groups of people coming together, exerting themselves inside, social distancing and lockdown was always going to be a challenge. Big thanks for joining us then wherever you're listening to this show. This is Recovery Through Enterprise, a podcast series where we meet some of the amazing small and medium businesses across the East Northamptonshire region, continuing to grow by adapting and rising to the challenges of the ongoing COVID situation. Thanks for joining us. We're really glad to have you along. Full transparency, I am the least qualified person in Northamptonshire to talk about what goes on in this place. I'm going to leave that to Jake. So initially, Shirefit was previously called CrossFit East North Ants um, and continued to follow on the CrossFit methodology. So if people are not sure of that, it's uh, essentially functional training. So we're not like your conventional gym where there's lots of like isolation, resistance machines, that kind of stuff. Um, The only machines that we have are like rowing machines, bike machines, a couple of ski ergs as well. And it's worth noting that while going to the gym might conjure images of a single person on a a rowing machine or a bike or lifting weights, this was very much a group activity. All of our sessions are class-based, are coach-led by myself, one of the team. Um, We've got three coaches over here at Wellingborough at the moment. Um, Each of us will lead the classes throughout the day. Uh, So everyone comes in, they have their own space where they're going to be training and we will lead them through like a pre-planned session that we have in the day. This business model, one that brings groups of people together, had helped Jake and the team build a loyal community of fitness enthusiasts locally. But in the context of COVID, it was a problem. It's been well documented that personal service businesses were uniquely challenged over the last year. Businesses from nail salons to hairdressers and, yeah, gyms, suddenly found themselves unable to do the one thing their business was built on, see people. One thing I do know when it comes to exercise and training, the most important part is often planning. For the team at Shire Fit, this approach helped when it came to their business planning as well. By the time lockdown came into effect and temporarily closed their doors, the guys had already got a plan to swing into action. Because we managed to switch everything online in order to keep in touch with all of our members, um, to keep people training from home, a lot of Zoom classes, that kind of thing. Um, Yeah, so that was a big change and quite a big challenge but we were able to manage moving through quite consistently. We haven't really let it stop us do anything, if that makes sense. With our diaries filling up with Zoom links and team meetings by the day, lots of us have had to get to grips with new technology for the first time over the last year. And for Jake and the team, it was all just as much of a journey into the unknown. It was massively learning as we, we went. So 
We initially sort of like had ideas that we saw this coming and set plans in motion to be ready. And when we were told that gyms were going to be closing down due to restrictions, it was pretty much an overnight switch. So we did have a plan ready going. Uh, we set up a Facebook group for our Shy Fit Home, where members from across our locations all went into one online location to access all the Zoom classes. Um, a couple of the coaching teams stayed on to obviously uh, lead those, um, which was really good to see. Uh, they got stuck into what involved with that, and loads of members continue to stick with it, which is awesome to see. As well as enabling their customers to find a way of staying in shape while they were at home, switching to an online delivery method through social media and the like enabled Jake and the team to maintain a close focus on the other important thing that people got from coming to their gym. Primarily, most of what we do is that community basis. So we have quite good personal relationships with all of our members as it is. So switching to that lockdown um, phase and that online system wasn't too much of a shock in that regard because we were still in touch with members we as coaches have most of them on social media and are still in communication with them regularly anyway um we found we were doing a lot more like phone calls a lot more personal checkups sort of thing uh, seeing how people are getting on because it was a hard time for everyone obviously going into that lockdown that isolation period that wasn't too much of a shock the difficulty actually came from a little bit of a learning curve on how to lead online sessions because usually we've always been quite hands-on in the gym and we walk around, we get close to the members to coach them, give them good uh, coaching cues, that kind of thing. Uh, but obviously online, it's quite a challenge because you're only looking at them on a small screen, especially when we had some of our larger classes had upwards of, I think, 40 members on the screen at the same time. So that's really quite a small screen to look at. So specific coaching was a little bit more challenging. And that's where we continue to really push the personal side of things to just keep people enjoying it, keep people active, keep people training, uh, which is obviously the priority during that period. As Jake mentioned earlier, the gamble paid off. Not only were Jake and the team able to maintain their existing membership through this period, they actually ended up growing and signing up new members along the way as well. As the weeks and months passed, though, as restrictions began to ease towards summer 2020, the team's thinking shifted to begin to think about how they were going to be able to reintroduce visitors to the gym for the first time. And to begin with, they started small. We were closed down for quite a big chunk of it, but then we actually reopened when restrictions eased and we actually had outdoor classes that we were allowed to lead. So we had people come down um, to the gym location, but we had the car park set up. Um, so we were able to run classes of five people obviously six people including the coach the big difference for the members was online they wouldn't be able to talk to everyone else whereas we could so them coming down during those outdoor sessions was really good because it got them talking to each other again exactly yeah which like i said our our primary like i don't necessarily say selling point but our primary goal was always to build that community and make it sustainable for people that they want to go to the gym because they're not just coming to train, they'll see people they know, see their friends, that kind of thing. And it's people they may not generally know outside of here anyway. Um, They meet all kinds of people. Sometimes it's easy to forget the additional effort and hard work that so many different sorts of businesses have had to put in this last year or so to keep their customers and visitors safe. And at the same time, try and carry on with the business as near to normal as possible. As you'd expect for the team at the gym, it was a steep learning curve. Uh, well, for us on the on the gym floor, um, the coaching team, um, it was quite challenging because we had to learn to work around the restrictions. Uh, so coaching, we've always been quite hands-on before. Like you'd help people and we get quite close to talk them how to move through wor- uh, workouts and movements correctly. 
So we had to learn how to do that from a distance. Um, and also with the restricted numbers, we had to rebuild our timetable. We had to completely rebuild it, restructure it in order to get as many people back from the door as we can. So that was a big learning curve, that was a challenge. A massive challenge for us there. But as for the behind the scenes kind of thing, it wasn't, it wasn't too challenging for us. We were we followed the guidelines, we had the restrictions set, like this is what you can, this is what you can't do. Um, as long as we were sticking to those, all we had to do was really set up the gym to make sure distancing could be maintained and that the rules were followed, really. As the country came back to life, though, the team were able to get back inside, out of the car park and back to some kind of normality. As we found, though, in all kinds of places, things still look a little different. For Jake and the team, though, it was something that, thankfully, their community were on board with. I think the community side of things helps a lot. We've got a lot of our really understanding members and who are the ones who have been speaking to us about it and that. So it's initially a little bit frustrating for, I think, everybody because we can't necessarily do all of the things that we used to. Uh, and actually, funnily enough, on the other hand, the box system that we have, so we have a system that everyone has a two by three meter square and their equipment will be in there ready to go. Um, and actually, like I say, funnily enough, that's actually been the exact opposite. That's been overwhelmingly positive. Like, no one's crammed for space, everyone has their own kit. There's no shortage of that equipment when it's in use sort of thing. So everyone knows what's happening, when it's happening and there's no wasted time for setup, collection of kits, all there ready to go. And having their own space to train in means people are a little bit more free to relax and they're not worried about who's going on around them, that kind of thing. So, uh, so I'd say, yeah, funnily enough, it's actually gone a little bit in the other way and it's actually been quite positive and actually something we might be looking at keeping even when restrictions are eased. Like, it helps the classes flow quite well. Nice. OK, so actually, it's ended up you've been able to kind of improve the user experience, perhaps as a result of, of needing to look at it in a slightly different way. Massively, yeah. And I think, don't get me wrong, there's definitely those, like, um, that teething phase when we first came back and we ourselves as coaches, the members as well, we're all getting used to the new systems in place and everything. And obviously, change is big for everyone, no matter what it is. Um, always takes some getting used to. And I think now that we're settled and everything's, everyone's easing back into it and we've got that rhythm, that flow back, I think, yeah, it's been really positive being back as well. And I think people are grateful to be back as well. So coming out of that lockdown where they've been stuck, they've maybe done loads and loads of running, now they actually get to come and use equipment again. And sure. um, that's been a big change, but I think a positive one still in terms of getting people back involved. Mark Spitz won nine Olympic medals in his time. He said to fail to prepare is to prepare to fail, and you can't help but wonder if that's maybe a quote Jake and the team have come across before. Over the last year, the team have done the hard yards, with a careful plan, a focus on their strengths, and a willingness to step out of their comfort zone. The community they've been building has gone from strength to strength as they make their own recovery through enterprise. In the meantime, if you're looking for a new gym yourself, or maybe a community of like-minded folks to become a part of, you should check the guys out. You can find more on their website at shire.fit. Recovery Through Enterprise is a series of packages, projects and support available to businesses across the East Northamptonshire region. You can find out more information on our work and how we can help to support your business through these challenging times at our website. Check out recoverythroughenterprise.co.uk or search for the hashtag recoverythroughenterprise on social media.
This podcast was a production of So Very Creative. You can find more information at soverycreative.com. Next time on Recovery Through Enterprise. It was a balance. It's, it's Pep's, you know, it's Pep's health against risking going out. And he wasn't comfortable and he gave it another couple of days and he just said, I'm not comfortable here with going out. So um, he then retracted and then about three days later, he had a, a letter to say he got a shield anyway. We've talked a lot about businesses trying to keep things moving along as normal. But what do you do when being forced into shielding means you can't get out to your customers? Find out next time on Recovery Through Enterprise.